Good after morning. Good after morning. (laughs) Welcome to the, um, what episode is this? What is this, like 15? Have I done 15 of these fucking things? 15 weeks? Wow. I took an off week last week. Because I was supposed to record with my friend Jess. But uh, Jess is a dirty flaker. So... I didn't do that, and then I was just kind of like, nah, I'll take a week off, fuck it. So, I did. And I had a pretty good weekend. Um, That weekend, last weekend. This is the next weekend. But it's Tuesday. Um... (laughs) So, last weekend... I fucking did it. I finally did it. I did it. I fucking got on stage. And, um, went about as expected. I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, (laughs) it kind of sucked, honestly, at the very beginning. So I, we go to, it was at this bar, the Copper Penny in Ketchum. Okay. They have an open mic night on Sunday nights, and... I go with my girlfriend and her friend, Mahala, so Megan and Mahala, to this bar. And there's a band in there playing, and they look like a bunch of fucking, you know, crackhead types, like, but, um, yeah, one was from Strang. Strang, Oklahoma, and he had colored contacts in. He had white eyes. And I don't think the water's that bad in Strang. You shouldn't have white eyes. So, yeesh. But, you know, they put, they weren't bad. The, um, the white eyes guy was a guitar player. Mostly rhythm, it seemed like. Because they had another guy that would play solos, and he was pretty good. Um, he kept fucking up uh, um, Sex on Fire by... Um, <laughs> it's like every time I try to say something, I've got a little mental blockage. By the, uh, the, the you know, from they're from Norman, the Kings of Leon. Um, that's a good-ass song, Sex on Fire. You've heard that song. Fuck it. This episode is brought to you by Sex on Fire. Wow! You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, they weren't bad. They had this bass player, though, um, who was not their bass player. I talked to, I think, I don't know what this guy was. They had a couple dudes standing there. One of them did get up and sing at one point. And I I actually don't know if it's a dude. If I'm being 100%. Really skinny. Wore, wore fingerless gloves. Like cotton. Like the gray, like gray knitted fingerless gloves. <laughs> and like, you know, black skinny jeans and, the, and, you know, and like a hat. She had like long blonde hair and glasses. May, very hard to read. Pretty sure it was a dude. But you never know. 
so I was talking to this dude that's like a fucking, he said he sung. It's like, this is our band. But there was like 10 of them and they all claimed to be in the band. So I don't know if it's more of like a, this is a band and their troop. They're like a troop band. <laughs> like I thought I walked up on the fucking ELO. But this guy was, he said he was a singer. And, but he did tell me about some karaoke nights around the lake. Because after, you know, Cat's Out of the Bag, thank you, Mahala, for uh, asking the lady. Because I did not ask the lady if I could go up. I was I was in the process of chickening out. And then Mahala walked up and was like, I don't know. She said something to Megan, and then Megan basically said, he's chickening out. <laughs> and she went and asked. I was like, well, fuck, I got to do it now. So, thank you. Thank you. That's how that goes. Um, I totally forgot what I was talking about with that one fucking weird guy. But, <clears throat> I ended up going up on stage, and uh, <laughs> they had two mics up there. One, that fucking old wide eyes Magoo was using, and uh, there was just another fucking mic. That the main singer was using. I think that's that's the kicker there. Okay, see that makes sense to me now. I just explained it to myself. I went up there and I was using the one that fucking White Eyes used to introduce me up there. So he just handed me the mic and I was like, "Yo, what up? Name's Taylor Morgan. I'm gonna do some stand-up comedy for y'all." And then I said my first joke. I've uh, said it here a bunch of times. It's the one about the guy shirling the curling the shopping cart shirling the copping cart <laughs> uh, and then the crowd was just kind of silent and they were like we can't hear you <laughs> I was like fuck I said use the other mic <laughs> so I had to fucking repeat my first joke and like some people you could tell like the people up towards the front could hear me but then like everybody else was just kind of like okay so <laughs> So it was already off to a rough start. <laughs> we had to we had to run it back on the on the opener. This tea's fucking good. Um, and uh, it went all right. I talked a lot about herpes. Um, I did a Jackson Five. <laughs> I did I did my own version of uh, ABC or the Jackson Five, but I was talking about HPV. I'm not going to do that one again. Talk about cringe. (laughs) And, uh, I don't know. I got, there was a few people that looked like they were digging it. You know, that I was even trying. There was one guy in the back who would like, I would say, like, I would be like, you know, sex after high school is dangerous. And he was like, yep. (laughs) And, um, there was these old lady, oh, yeah, they were old, in like the middle of the bar. You know, it was, there was probably 20 people there, like 20 to 30. Um, I don't know, probably like straight up just 20. But <laughs> these two old women sitting in the middle did not enjoy what I was saying. <laughs> you could just see just like the look of just like what the fuck on their face the whole time, just kind of. 
just the whole time just giving me that look subscribe to my youtube to watch that video i'm gonna start putting these shits on youtube i gotta nail my lighting situation i think i look kind of weird right i don't know i've got these two ring lights i wish i had a fucking key light bro some of the remote would be fucking dope um and then Megan, my girlfriend Megan told me, because they were kind of, if the stage is, you know, I'm not even going to explain the fucking layout. There are some people kind of around the corner from me playing pool, and I guess neither of them enjoyed my herpes conversation at all. Because I guess the, the lady, it was like a, there's a lady and a dude, and um, the dude was older. He was probably in his 40s or 50s. And uh, she goes, why is he talking about herpes? And uh, then I guess after it kept going, it was like, man, turn the music back on. <laughs> so, you know, I, I think it went about as good as it could have, you know, given the amount of uh, no stand-up I've ever done. <laughs> uh it was good though I need to do it again I didn't go this past Sunday I was going to but pussied out <laughs> pussied out if you didn't hear that so gotta go again I hear domestic violence let's go hold on hold on Oh, she's leaving. Oh, she's leaving. He goes, fucking bitch. (laughs) Damn. Man, I love having crackhead neighbors. I love having crackhead neighbors, except I don't. So, if, in case you couldn't hear me, um, there was some domestic violence going on outside. I heard some like, rah, 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 no, fuck you! And then, like, a door slam. So, you know, obviously I got a peep. And uh, <laughs> a crack lady got in the car and was backing up and leaving. Crack dude was standing kind of in the driveway off to the side. <laughs> and he was like, he was just yelling a bunch of incoherent shit, and then he goes, fucking bitch. <laughs> Did hear that part. So that's fun. I hope it works out between them, you know? They really had a good thing. Yeah, They're one of those couples that you just believe in. Right? Man. I really hope they get back together. You know what? This one goes out to you, Cracker Jack and cracker jackie you fucking degenerates (laughs) i really need to to try out using my uh my powers to spawn fires more i need to not say shit like that i I (laughs) um i didn't burn their house okay it was a joke it didn't sound right if you listen to i think podcast 
six or seven, you can hear me talk about my crackhead neighbor's house burning and how I spoke a curse into the doors of their house the night before uh, because they're fucking little black goddamn dog. Like a little chihuahua bastard was chasing me and my cats again while I was trying to grill fucking taco steak. <laughs> so I walked over to their house in my slippers and my OU pullover. And I walked over there and I said, listen, whoever the fuck's in there, your dog's a piece of shit. And I did my police knock, you know. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> got to bang on the door a little bit. Did that a couple times. Nobody ever fucking came to the door though, so I just started yelling into the crack of the door. Like I just leaned in. Like if they would have opened the door, they could have just fucking stabbed me in the eye or something. But, <laughs> but uh, then the very next day, their fucking house burnt down. Was not me. It was the fact that they were burning firewood in a house that doesn't have a chimney. I don't know still to this day where they were burning that wood. I they had to have like a fucking barrel or something. Like what a fuck like what a crackheads use to burn shit. And a house with no chimney. Keep the damn window open, Donna. I'm suffocating. The carbon monoxide's changing my crack colors. <laughs> fucking crazy. crazy so that's dope I hope it works out I really do you know nobody likes relationship Ah. sorry I got my COVID vaccine vaccine yesterday and um man they weren't joshing when they said it hurt alright it hurts to like just use my deltoid you know like, it doesn't hurt until I move it. And then it hurts. It's like um, it's like I had a really, really tough workout yesterday, you know? That's what it's like. I gotta work on looking at the camera more. If I'm gonna do this shit. I'm also thinking I need to lower my angle. Because I'm looking up at it right now. And I feel like that's not what I want. Um... I don't know. We're going to play with it, though. Fucking Zayden moved back to uh, around here. So hopefully I can get him on the podcast in the Super Zoom Blunt Lab brought to you by Beast with Dr. Dre. I'd give you the shortened version there, a little shorthand. I don't have time. I ain't got time for these bitches. You guys like Tyler the Creator? So, I hope I can get Zayden on the podcast. And he's got a whole bunch of fucking studio foam from their studio up in uh, Bartlesville before his fucking brother snaked him. I don't want to talk about it here because I'd rather talk about it with Zayden. We can just put Kane on blast. Fuck it, dude. Shout out to India. Y'all are going to hear how big of a piece of shit Zayden's brother is. Yeah. <laughs> So I've got like 10 weekly listeners in Ghana, or not in Ghana, on the Ghana site, um, which is a fucking podcast hosting site in India. 
in case you didn't know. And uh, I've got some weekly listeners in India. How crazy is that? Shouts out to you. <laughs> so I don't know if you could see this on the camera. But I just opened up my notes to maybe look at some podcast shit. And uh, the very first thing that's on my notes is a note already open, you know. And it says, uh, May 27th, 2027, the world will end according to Harley. Harley is one of my co-workers, and he is slightly schizophrenic. One day, Harley was having um, a shaky morning, you know, after work. He, he does pretty good. When he smokes pot, it keeps him pretty even. So, you know, he smokes like before he comes into work and shit. And off the record, on the record, sometimes I would let him go out back and, and smoke a joint. You know, if he felt himself getting a little, you know, wild. So, one morning he's getting a little wild. And, <laughs> sorry Harley, but <laughs> he, um, <laughs> he, uh, he said, so- one of my coworkers was talking to him. And, like, a lot of the people that, because Harley comes in a lot to research and he like hangs out and stuff so everybody knows harley and you know we're all we're all cool with him and shit harley's a dope dude i will say that harley is really really cool just a little sometimes you know get out there <laughs> but you can bring him back to reality pretty quick you know, if you say something he's like hmm? what <laughs> anyways i feel i really feel like i'm putting him on blast right now i don't want to do that Ah, fuck it. So, <laughs> so he said something like, I don't remember what we were talking about, like COVID or something. And he goes fucking a little bit out there and said something about like seeing himself or seeing yourself as God. He was like talking to one of the ladies that worked there. And he's like, well, when you see yourself as God, you know, uh, there's, you know, whatever the fuck he said. I don't even remember. And then he said, I already know when the world's going to end anyways, so I'm not worried about it. And I was like, yeah? Well, when's it going to end, Harley? And May 27th, 2027, the world will end. So, I mean, I'm going to lock that down. I need to, like, fucking hang a poster up or a calendar. (laughs) Fucking start counting the days. How crazy would it be if something crazy happened on that day, though? Blow my mind. (sighs) Blow my mind. I ain't crying. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, Zayden can get in here and uh, give you guys a proper podcast. I don't think that one... Where we took a bunch of edibles is ever going to come out. <laughs> so I I put on my Snapchat yesterday. I was plugging my podcast. I haven't done that in a while. Maybe that's why my numbers have been stagnant. Because I don't fucking put it anywhere. <laughs> Shout my podcast out. If you a real one. Tell your homies. Tell your chromies. 
to your sister and your mother. And if they got Tigo biddies, send them my way. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm saying G. Uh, completely lost my train of thought now. So, here we are. I'm actually, I think I'm going to take a break. I need more tea. I kind of got a pee. And, um, I don't know, man. I'm going to come right back and I'll hit you with some hot, hot, hot news updates. You guys ever just fucking listen to Audio Slave? <laughs> During my little break, I was listening to uh, Tom Morello talk about meeting Chris Cornell for the first time, and um, it's pretty dope, man. Audio Slave's dope. It's uh, Chris Cornell, who's the lead singer from. Uh, Soundgarden and Temple of the Dog and it's fucking legend man and then Tom Morello who is arguably one of the most creative guitar players ever uh, he was the lead guitar for Rage Against the Machine and then after they broke up he went and fucking met Tom Morello or Chris Cornell and Audio Slave was born so yeah, man. Pretty dope. I'm a big fan. Big fan. In house. So I just realized that I didn't fucking record the video for like the first entire segment of the podcast. So that old chestnut. Fucking it's always something, man. It's always something. Like I don't know if you guys realize how much work goes into this shit. Not only did I have to spend a lot of money to get, like, even this quality of a studio situation, but I'm also, like, producing this podcast myself. There's a lot that goes into it. And there's a lot more that goes into it as far as, like, social media and marketing side that it's a lot of work, man. It's daunting, too. Like, for instance, recording these videos, um, I feel like I should, really should, because the only way to grow is to give people a taste of your podcast, and right now, the only taste you get is if you click on Good After Morning and listen to it, and that's the entire goal, so I'm expecting people to do all the work and to do the hardest part that any podcast has to do, and that's to get you to engage. And um, there's a lot of podcasts out there. So I really need to start doing my social media better. I really do. Because it's going to be a slow burn otherwise. (laughs) It's going to be a real slow burn. And uh, if you're listening right now, I appreciate you. You fat-cocked, big-tittied bastard. You're um, you're a real homie. Man, I know I've talked about it before, but I have been listening to so much Neil Young. 
that it's kind of wild. Neil Young Live is probably one of my favorite things to just sit around and watch. Like, put it in the background, you know, type shit. And, uh, holy fuck, dude. The guy can... I fucking love that man. I want to see him live so bad. He's getting so old. And he still fucking tours and shit. He's still like that. There's videos of him playing last year. So, you know, as soon as fucking COVID's over with and uh, homie feels safe, dude, I will go. If he's within five, six hours, I'll go. Fuck it. Right? Kitty cat, are you trying to get on me? Come here. No, don't step on my keyboard, you son of a bitch. No, come over this way. Hey. This way. Not the keyboard. Yes. 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 Come here. No. Not the keyboard. My lap. Nice. Nice. What up, Grish? No, don't fucking step on my keyboard. God damn you. No. She paused the recording. <laughs> you son of a bitch. You just had to step on the space bar, didn't you? God damn it, ma'am. Fucking cats. They are really hungry right now. Is why. So I guess they were pissing my girlfriend off last night. We have a, we have this cat. And then we have another cat named uh, Gray Kitty. And she is like 15 pounds of fat and weirdness. And, um, <laughs> I guess she was annoying the shit out of my girlfriend last night, trying to get him to feed her. He's, for whatever reason, we feed him at, like, three in the morning. That's just kind of like, Megan will just kind of get up around then. And, uh, so they really expect that food, and I guess they really wanted that food last night. And they were, like, knocking on the door and shit and fucking, like, knocking shit off of stuff. And, um, Megan was like, I'm going to punch her in the face. <laughs> she does it again tonight. <laughs> like, she's just going to fucking deck her right in the mouth. <laughs> so, the kitties better watch it. You better watch it, Grigio. Oh, the reason they're so hungry is because they didn't get all their food last night because Megan was pissed off so she only fed them like she said like half of what they usually get so god damn bro I just checked my Coinbase account fucking Bitcoin is up up I'm enjoying this so I bought into Bitcoin probably two or three weeks ago and I just put a hundred I had $150 in that's what I put in and then um, it rose a lot. And I was like, here comes the money. And then it started going down. And I noticed it was going down for like a couple days in a row. So it went from like fifty four, fifty five thousand 55000 to like 50. I think I sold at 51 or 50. And I sold, uh, you know, 50 bucks worth. And then the next day. No, no, I sold a hundred all in the same day. So I sold a hundred of my Bitcoin in that day, and I still had fifty bucks on another app on Binance. 
And uh, that Bitcoin's basically just frozen over there. I'm just going to leave that there. I don't even know what the fuck to do with that. But <laughs> I sold out and then it went all the way down to like, I think, 47000 And um, I bought back in. I took, you know, as soon as that $100 processed from Coinbase... Uh, and hit my account I just put it right back in and I bought a hundred dollars worth at 47,000 and then it went back up and uh, well before it went too far back up I think it was 49 50k maybe I bought another hundred dollars worth because I got my um, my tax return which had the stimulus check I never got on it, both of them. So it was a fatty, it was a fatty. So I'm sitting on that cash right now. And uh, now Bitcoin's at like 54,000 and it's rising. It's been rising like the past like five days. So I made like, I think it was like $55 off my little buy and sell. So I feel pretty good. We can keep the trend going. Um, I don't know, man. I just really feel like having Bitcoin is going to be smart. It's going to be smart. When you hear people like Elon Musk say that buying Bitcoin now is like investing in Park Avenue in the 20s in New York. Um, it's a pretty, pretty smart because, you know, it's ideally like because it's so user-based i don't think it will crash it's pretty secure and i know i know jack shit about bitcoin the the one thing i do know about bitcoin because you guys have heard me talk about uh knowledge truth and understanding and um i know bitcoin kind of i don't understand bitcoin and I certainly don't have the fucking truth of Bitcoin. <laughs> um, but the thing I do know is that a lot of smart people say it's a good investment. And maybe not so much to, you know, dump a bunch of money into, but like, you know, as far as like, I'm going to buy five whole Bitcoin, you know, shit like that. I think entry level for a consumer, it's a safer stock investment than a lot of the investments on the stock market, especially when brokers get involved and, you know, and you're paying fucking all these fees and shit. The only transaction fee I get from Coinbase is I think they take a dollar or two dollars off the top. They take a percentage of whatever you put in. I think it's a two percent. So that's really all you got to deal with as opposed to, you know, paying a fucking commission to a, a broker. Cause let's be honest guys, if you want to make money on the stock market, it's a full time job. If you want to make meaningful money, you have to invest a lot of time because you can't just get in and just be like Joe blow. I'm going to, these stocks are going up right now. Invest, 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 and then sell and expect to have like a different lifestyle. You have to continue to do that for years. And that is a full-time job. So at the entry level, I think cryptocurrency is a lot better. 
because one, it's not a stock. It's not a, um, it's not a, how do I put it? It's not as volatile, right? Because you know, you can invest in Apple at fucking whatever the fuck it costs a share for that. But when you do that, you put your you put your money in the hands of Apple that they won't f- crash. And maybe Apple's a bad example. Okay. Say I invested in B- British Petroleum in like 2005, 2004. And I put a lot of money into them. And then whenever the fuck they dumped their shit in the Gulf, they lost a lot of stock. You know, you're putting your hands in the, or you're putting, you know, your livelihood, because let's be honest, in the United States, uh, unless you're of a certain fucking percentage, that money you're using to invest, you know, probably could be used for something, I want to say safer, because I don't want to say that investing is bad, because it's not bad, but you have to do it right, and to do it right, you had to, like, you either have to get somebody who has invested the time or invest the time yourself. Otherwise, you will not get the dividends that you want. Same way with cryptocurrency, honestly. Like, the people that do it best, you know, they're probably mining and, you know, trading every day. And they're paying attention to it, like, really close. And they have multiple crypto accounts. Because, you know, there's all kinds of fucking cryptocurrencies. Like, there's hundreds. And, uh... And <laughs> Now, there's these things called the NFTs, non-fungible transactions. So these are things, uh, I think fungible means you can't, uh, let me let me look this up. It's like you can't, I'm going to throw my, my hat in the ring though. You can't trade it, It's or it's unique in some way. But let me give you the actual definition of fungible. Okay, fungible is of goods contracted for without an individual specimen being specified, able to replace or be replaced by another identical item, mutually interchangeable. So that would be like the U.S. dollar, where you could, um, maybe it's not like the U.S. dollar. I don't know. I'm trying to give you an example of a fungible transaction. I guess yeah, the U.S. dollar and like a euro, you could you know you could buy the same bag of Skittles with either, but and you could you know alternate them and then there's also like like there's rates within that, but non fungible I think it's non fungible tokens. Is what it stands for? I don't know. Let me look that up. <laughs> Get a little hairy. NFT meaning it's literally the first thing a non fungible token is a special type of cryptographic token which represents something unique. NFTs are thus mutually interchangeable. This is in contrast to cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin and many network or utility tokens which are fungible in nature. So, fungible meaning, let's do this again because I don't really understand fungible. Um Fungibility is the ability of a good or asset to be interchanged with other individual goods or assets of the same type. 
Fungible assets simplify the exchange and trade processes. Fungibility implies equal value between the assets. So it is like the U.S. dollar. <laughs> I don't know, man. Listen, I am 22. I've said this before. If you take anything I say as advice or to heart, that's on you. I don't accept any balagna about, uh, I don't know, any bullshit. Because it's on you to fucking listen to me. It's on you. You clicked on this, dude. You clicked on it. I didn't fucking click on it. I want you to click on it. You You didn't have to. And that's why I feel like... I don't want to call my shot, but I feel like I have a good attitude to be a stand-up comedian. Because deep down, I I really, really want to defend free speech. Because it's being fucking taken from us right now. Dr. Seuss just got fucking canceled. Dr. Seuss. Dr. Seuss. The dude was born in 1904. 1904 and you're worried about his political views guys that's 70 years before black people were okay like what are you talking about like like we didn't pass the fucking desegregation act and all that bullshit till the 60s and you're worried about what the guy in 1904 he was old enough to go to world war one potentially they sent fucking kids. Maybe that, that might be wrong. They should have. Should have sent Dr. Seuss, apparently. <laughs> it's crazy. And wait till fucking people figure out about Disney. Like, the dude is a known anti-Semite. And if you look it up, it's you see a bunch of shit that he's not. But uh, I wonder who fucking perpetrates that. I don't know. Probably the multi-billion dollar company of Disney you're never going to cancel that name ever you know why you don't have the fucking assets or the time so you go for people like Dr. Seuss who wrote kids books about fucking one fish two fish fucking black fish not okay fish like what the fuck are you talking about man (laughs) and I'm not justifying Anything he says or did. I don't even know what the fuck they canceled him for. But they're like removing Dr. Seuss from all these reading lists and shit like that. Why? Why? When you read Green Eggs and Ham, where's the racism? Is it a, is it because it's a green egg? Listen, I've had Green Eggs and Ham. It's just food dye. You just put a little dye in the yolk. You know, a little blue. Bloop, bloop turns green what the fuck like well where's the problem why are you removing his books i it's just so crazy it's so crazy because it's so one-sided if you're going to start taking down what people say and what people do you have to first hold up the mirror what am i saying and doing Whose rights am I taking right now? Because your free right of speech 
is only good until it restricts my free right of speech. Your social liberties are only good as long as they do not bar my social liberties. And that goes for everyone. That's where your rights stop is when they infringe on another person's rights. So whenever you start just spouting all this bullshit, you can't say that, you can't say this, no matter where your heart is, because I'm sure there was lots of fucking Germans in the 1930s that was like, you know, I really don't agree with what Hitler's doing, but the economy's really good. Like, I, it doesn't matter where your heart is, you're still a Nazi. Like, you're still a Nazi. Like, what do you, it doesn't matter where your fucking allegiance lies, because what if you're wrong? What if you're wrong? And people don't take that into the question. What if you're wrong? I know you really feel like you're not wrong. And I know the echo chambers you're in tell you you're not wrong. But you never know that you're in a cult until someone outside the cult tells you. And they say, hey, bub. These guys are Kool-Aid drinkers. And you don't, like, you you can't see the forest for the trees because you're already in it, man. You're in it. You're in it. You can say that you listen to all this, you know, one-sided media about the other across the aisle as much as you want. But then you first, but then you have to look at the mirror. What do I listen to? What articles do I read? How often do I look across the aisle? I really want bipartisan government, but, you know, I don't like what those blue guys have to say. You know, I'm all for, I'm all for having, uh, I don't know, man, that that fucking fell apart on me, but holy shit, it's so crazy. It's so crazy, like the audacity that people have to just assume that they're right. Gina Carano got fucking booted off of the Mandalorian simply for making the comparison that being a person with right-sided ideals today is comparable to being a Jew during the the Holocaust times during fucking Nazi Germany not a great comparison right I mean we're not killing right-wingers yet but you know, you can't, just because she says that, doesn't mean you have to prove her right. You proved her right. Because whenever Nazism started, whenever Hitler rose to power, Hitler rose to power legally, by the way. Hitler rose to power, He, I mean, he funged a little bit of the shit, but legally he was the, uh, the, the leader of Germany. It wasn't a takeover. It wasn't hostile. The Germans wanted him. They wanted him in. They that's our guy. He's going to get us out. That guy before he fucked us up. We had all these problems. Now we have the autobahn. It's being paved with the ashes of Jews. And I feel pretty good about it. You know? 
I feel good about this Hitler guy. Let's get him in here. So, what the point I'm trying to say here is they probably thought they were right. The people that voted him in before, like, before the chaos, before Heinkel de Steinkelde invade Poland, like, the Rhine will be ours and all that bullshit. They wanted him in. It was the right thing to do. They're saving the country. They're, you know... And then people just don't see the comparisons. Because you know what people in really fascist regimes do first? They remove the other conversation. Stalin was notorious for removing dissenters of his rule. If you didn't like his rule and you said, man, that Stalin guy's a dick. Dead. Gulag. So, how do you think that started? He didn't just start shooting people right away. I bet they suppressed media. They suppressed media and they uphold another media. And then as it, you know, it trickles down, trickles down until individual people can't fucking say anything. Or you die. Or you go to jail. You lose your job. Right? It's crazy. So crazy. Because you think you're so right. Well, this is me. Dunk, dunk, dunk. Knocking on the glass. You're in a cult. You're in a cult. And I'm really talking to the left right now. But if you're fucking listening to this and you're sitting there in your fucking Trump memorabilia, <laughs> you're in a cult too, buddy. It's so crazy. People with money got the power. They got the power. Just listen to where the message comes from. That's all I got to say. Listen to where the message comes from. Remember to follow me on all social medias. Uh, Good After Morn on Twitter. And Good After Morning with two Gs. Good After Morning GG at Instagram. And I've also got the YouTube channel. You will be able to find... I'll just post the latter half of this VOD. Fuck it. I feel like I went on a good rant there. I'm stretching my fucking COVID shoulder. Oh, God. Um. (laughs) So follow my YouTube. Tell your friends. I'm going to post this clip to Instagram. And things like that. So. uh, Have a good week, guys. I'll see you next go-around. Maybe with another guest. Who knows? Zayden should be coming in soon. Been saying that for weeks. But he will be back. So long.